0: Guess with Dan and Scott. How does God podcast whether you like it or not? Fresh from back in the day when that's a play at the park. 7 MPM special where they played after dark. From the birds to the focus to the losses and the win. Welcome podcast patrons to the show. Leave the pen. Get busy golfing or get busy dying. How does God podcast in the swing ain't lying? Yeah. Leave the pen.
1: Welcome back, podcast patrons, to episode 203 of Leave the Pin Podcast. Got a little special episode tonight. One of my favorite people in the world to chop it up with. Uh the man from down south, South Carolina Cal- Carolinian, Carolinian, the man from Chucktown himself, Charleston's finest. Uh it, it, you know it, it's all gas house, baby. Got my buddy Rich Merlino here.
0: Uh Rich, what's going on? My man Dan, how is it going, brother? It's always good to good to chat with you. Uh I'm alive and well. We're down here in Charleston. It was a little, little cool today for the Charleston weather. It was it was about eighty on Sunday, and it got to the mid fifties today. But uh, golf season is it's still full swing out here. We're, we're living.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, hey, man, my my golf season's still full swing too. It's just it was like thirty eight today, and blowing like thirty. And let me tell you what's crazy: just a little bit across the state where we just come back from Penn State last week, they got snow already today out there in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. the middle of the, yeah. It's just you know that's depressing, man. That depresses that's- me.
0: That's cool. I actually need to come up uh, that that way. My cousin who's wrestling at Penn State, uh, I got his schedule for the year, and I, I need to come up to state college and, and see him wrestle. Uh, it's his freshman year. I don't think he's redshirt. I think that they got him going right into the mix of things. Uh, but I'll be coming up to the state college side of things here, uh, hopefully the next few months, and, and catch him wrestling. whip up. Yeah, some very kids. cool.
1: Yeah, but the, they do a great job at the Bryce Jordan Center there. That place is
0: popping
1: for Penn State. Those that don't know, Penn State are perennial. National champs. I mean, it is legit the second biggest sport behind football at Penn State. It is. It you've never if you've ever seen like high school wrestling or even small collegiate style wrestling, this is this is legit like a WWF WWE event with <laughs> lights and a laser show. I mean, and then these kids are just oh my god, are they good? I remember you telling Bruce me. Did Bruce
0: Buffer come out? Oh, it's time. <laughs>
1: Weighing in at 135 pounds, Merlino. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, listen, we're going to catch up with a lot of stuff today. Uh, oh, give wow. people the rundown real quick. We're going to play our game, Who the Hell Is That?, put Rich on the spotlight and see if he can pick out the vanilla uh, tour pro from you know, a lineup of others. Uh, we're de- we're going to talk definitely about Charson a little bit, what his golf life is right now. We'll get some questions about Gas House, because obviously we need to know what the sponsor's been up to. And then one of our biggest issues on the pod today, uh, front and center of the golf world, is this kind of uh, gambling debacle that's popped up where these two Corn Ferry Tour guys got popped for gambling, not on events that they were playing in. They were suspended for three months by Monahan. So we'll get into that, maybe some of the hypocrisy behind it. Rich will fill us in on some gambling antics on the course. Uh, and you know, we'll kind of dive deep into that stuff there. So Rich, right off the bat, man, tell us like, you know, what's going on in Charleston as of late, you know, I know you've been posting about playing golf here and there, but for people that are in the Northeast or maybe people living out West that, that don't live in the low country, kind of give us a general rundown feel of what Chuck town golf is like.
0: Yeah, I'm happy to do that. You know, Charleston is it's an interesting spot for golf. Like, you know, I tell people, well, I'm gonna give it to you straight. I, I'm not a sugarcoating BS and type. I, I want to tell it exactly how it is. And that being said, Charleston is a good golf town. It's a really good golf town. But you're in a weird spot because you're about an hour and golf 30 minutes south of Myrtle Beach. We all know Myrtle Beach. I don't need to do any explaining yep. for anybody on yeah. the podcast. You got more golf courses than there are people up there. And then just to the you know south of Charleston, you've got Hilton Head, which is another golf mecca, which is great. You know you've got a million courses there. So many people have been to Hilton Head; they know the deal. But then in Charleston, you know you've got Kiowa, which is also great. But you know Kiowa, it's it's tricky to get out there. It's a little expensive unless you know somebody. Um, but Charleston kind of falls in the middle. You know there's a lot of people that are down here. I think the city could use truthfully a few more courses to alleviate a little bit of the. A little bit of the foot traffic, uh, but if you know where you're going, you know, there's the, there's, there's the spots that the tourists are going to hit, and then you got a couple of your hidden gems uh, and places to go that are, you know, maybe off the beaten track, or you're going to go up, drive around 30, 40 minutes and find somewhere. So, there's a little bit for everything. Hell, is there your $100,000 membership private courses? Sure. Is there your municipal courses? We got those as well. So, you got a little bit of everything. It's, you know, flavor of the day.
1: So let let me ask you this because one of the big things that occurred in Charleston over the last few years was the renovation of the Muni, right? Charleston Muni, uh, everybody knows it for the most part. Everybody loves it, but they really underwent a significant transformation, significant windfall of cash that the city put into it. Um, if if I if I live in IOP or, you know, you know, maybe I live, uh, West Ashley or I live in the city. Like how easy is it to get a tea time there? Because I've heard that the place is mobbed like 24,
0: seven, So you're not wrong about that. I, I've got a little insider scoop that I'm going to, I'm going to share. But I, I think it's it's worth it's worth letting everybody know. So for the people that don't know, as you mentioned, the municipal course in Charleston got an influx of cash. For those that are uh, course architect snobs, it is modeled after a Seth Rayner design. So if you ever played the Country Club of Charleston, it is um, if you play the Country Club of Charleston and then you go out to the municipal course, you might think the same person maybe made it a lot of the same funny little undu- uh, undulations. There's there's quirkiness. The course. You know, isn't the longest course in the world by any means, but there's you know, there's horseshoe shaped greens, there's you know, some wonky setups and pins and places that you can really get yourself into trouble. So it's got a little bit for everybody. Uh, sometimes I joke around; it's like a little Frankie's Fun Park. You can get into some wild putt-putt situations. <laughs> the only thing you're missing is like a little clown or like a one of the windmills that you got to hit through or something. Yeah, like that. but but getting a time out there can be tricky so this is where the insider knowledge comes in i was playing this is going back to when i first moved to charleston uh, about two two and a half years ago i was playing with somebody at the course that i'm a member at um in west ashley and the gentleman worked for the city of charleston and i was talking to him i said man i said that t sheet that thing books up faster than you know it's like they're giving out money there or something like that well how is this place so packed you know i i tuesday at 230 they're they're booked so right. the guy that works in the city goes, hey, he goes, this is what you got to do. He goes, go up there. Now, if you go up there at 8 a.m. on a Saturday, they're going to tell you to take a hike. But go up there, no tee time, and see, like, hey, you know, I'm going to hit balls for a little bit. I'm going to putt. I'm going to chip. You think you could work us in? You know, try to be – you know, try to move and shake with them a little bit, uh, and we'll try to get you on. So uh, I think a week or two later, I went up there. I said, hey, it was maybe 4 o'clock on a Thursday said, hey, I see tea sheets full. You know, I'm going to hit some balls. I might have a beer out on the patio. Anytime you could get me in the next hour, what do you, I'll do what you got. And the guy was like, yeah, you go sit out back. I'll see if I can get you on. I'll poke my head out. About 40 minutes later, he came. I got to go play 18. Uh, it was like a twilight round, you know, with okay. something setting late so I could play a full 18. So when I go up there, I go up there with no tea time. And I kind of try to be flexible with it. Now, if you're going up there and you know you got to tee off at this time and you're like, hey, I'm on a tight budget, I got to get back and mow the lawn, the wife's yelling at me, I got to get take the kid to soccer practice, to go. don't go do that. But if you have a little time to waste and you can bob and weave a little bit, that's your best bet. Uh, but if you can get that online tee time, always check for sure. Always check, but that's kind of my, you know, my, my 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 two cents. Yeah, I like that. Now, so if
1: I want to play at a specific time, like, you know, I'm down on vacation um you know the the, the families head into like Beach Walker park at 6 p.m for you know like sunset beach type night and and I gotta play at noon um what's the reservation process like do they give first dibs to people that live in the city uh, do you need a residence address to make the tea times or I mean can I make it nationally can I make it from home right now
0: I would you know what I would do because that online tea time that booking system is so wacky so you have to make like a login for the city of charleston but it doesn't it doesn't ask you for your address like, Oh, you don't live in the city
1: okay gotcha i think yeah. anybody
0: can make one but, every, but the time that i've got on that i haven't done though just walk up i would call them and tell them the situation hey bud you know I, would, I don't know how far out you can call it might be a week it might be two weeks help just give them a ring hey i'm coming down in a week and a half or don't even tell them you're coming down like hey you know I'm here, in the, I'm here in the area, whatever it might be. I'd say call them, get up, get them on the phone. If you can get somebody on the phone, your chances are always better. Because if you're looking at a computer screen, the computer screen has a yes or a no. Versus a pro-live person might be like, all right, we, we can work you type of
1: thing. So always better talk call, to somebody.
0: Talk to a live person.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because then you can use that Midas touch if you're talking to a live person.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And anyone that, when you when you come down and play – if, if you can only play nine holes, and if you're tough on time, try to go off on the back nine. I love the back a little bit more than, like, the front. You've got some great views of the marsh and the water while you're over there. So you tee off on 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. You get perfect views of the uh, of the marsh and waterways. You really get that true southern Charleston vibe. Um, you, you feel afterwards, like, your name's going to be, like uh, – you know, Mr. Beauregard or something, something like, you, you're like, you're like you're in the South. you know, you're like, yeah. oh, this is great. I'm going to go get some shrimp and Grits and have an old fashioned afterward. Like, you Like oh, yeah. that, that back nine oh, is yeah. great. Uh, so I can recommend if you play nine holes and you can only do nine, see if you can go off from the back, the front's great, but just not as many water views. All right.
1: I like that. All right. So let's say I, let's say I live down there. Um, you know, I don't have enough money to, uh, join one of those $80,000 initiation clubs and, and pay, you know, two grand a month in, in food and beverage, right? I got to play Muni yep. courses. Um, Charleston Muni, it's just, it's not my deal. It's too many people, you know. what I mean, I, I, I want to be able to kind of come and go as I please. Any hidden gems within half an hour down there that, that you know of? Do those even exist down there or is that a pipe
0: dream? Uh, you know, I think it depends on the day of the week. So I got a group of buddies. We play all the time together and we bounce around. My one buddy's a member of Dunes West in Mount Pleasant, which is a great course. Uh, I'm a member of Chatham Austin, West Ashley. You know, if it's Friday night and you're like, hey, I want to play tomorrow at noon, take a hike. Those tee times have been long gone. Right. But if you can know ahead of time, week, week and a half out, you got your usual crew and your people that are not going to bail on you. And you can get that tee time booked. So for me, I can book tee times two weeks out and I know my usual crew myself my roommate and then we got another group of four or five guys that we can alternate in and out i just booked the tea times knowing that someone in that group's gonna gonna hop on it um you know if you're in the west ash ashley side of things stono ferry is a great course you got a couple waters on uh, a couple holes on the water um over the the stono ferry river which is beautiful there's like a couple old like cannons from like the uh, revolutionary war out there replica cannons Um, you got Shadow Moss and West Ashley not a long course but it's kind of quirky it's fun Uh, the bar and the grill there is great I always tell people that Shadow Moss uh, is a drinking club that happens to have a golf course attached to it (laughs) a lot of lively characters there and then you know if you go over to Mount Pleasant um, I think Charleston National is a good course you got a lot of holes on the back nine overlooking the marsh kind of similar to Charleston National with the aesthetics Um, and then you know if you can get private over in a in the Mount Pleasant side of things, Bulls Bay is a great course. I've played Bulls Bay a few times. That's a, that's one that if someone can say, hey, we can get on a Bulls Bay, I would I would move your plans around. Um, that course is great. And the clubhouse there, you're going to want to sit there all day. It's kind of like perched up on this hill that you can overlook a bunch of the holes kind of coming in, 9, 18, and a few other holes. Oh, uh, sick. Great place to sit out on the patio, grab a burger, grab a beer, and set all your bets for the uh, from all the money you want from everybody. And But don't get kicked off the tour though.
1: Uh, what about Yamen's? We've been out there yet?
0: I had an, I have an invite to Yamans. I got a gentleman that I know, but he's always playing like Tuesday at 9 a.m, Thursday at 10. And I'm like listen, man, I gotta work. I'm like, can you give me a Friday? I'll take some PTO but he's like a middle of the week guy um, who's asked me a few times to go out there. so I have not been out to Yemens yet, but it's on the it's on the bucket list for sure.
1: if if that guy wants a third for the group and someone to pay for the caddy, uh, I'll take days off and fly down there for that place. All right, that's that's a you know where list i played
0: eight. that I love that I know Yemen's people are gonna like Yemens more, but I really had a good time as I did get to play the country club of Charleston, which was the Seth Rayner course that the beauty was modeled after. Right, so had the U.S. Women's there.
1: Open there, right, or the U.S. Uh, yeah, the women's Am, something like that, something big. I can't remember exactly.
0: They've had a few a few big women's events there. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the guys that Gas House sponsors, um, he is on the uh, he's on the World Long Drive Tour. And so he's a he works out in that course. So he'll bring me on. We'll go play. And that place, that place is an absolute great. I, I love the course. I love the way it's laid out. It's like a little good old boys club. You know, it's hard to get on there. But um, my buddy who works out there on the Long Drive Tour, he, uh, my buddy Paul Kuhn, real good guy, um, hits the ball. I was on. I you'll love this real quick. We won't we won't divert too much. We're on 18 coming in. It's 480 par four into the wind. It's got to be playing. It's gotta be playing like 520. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm gonna go driver, and I'm probably gonna go five wood or three wood in because it's playing like a par five. Yeah. Paul steps up on the tee box into the wind, smacks it 385 like it was like he was toasting bread. Like he didn't even think about it. And he <laughs> had himself a hundred yards in. And I'm sitting back there, I got like two forty in. And I'm like, you <laughs> son of a gun, you yeah, that's uh
1: that's insane, dude. Uh, let's touch let's touch on that. You know, like me obviously being the super prepared podcast host sends a uh, Instagram story out 30 minutes before we record asking for questions. Uh, you know, like you know how I do my research here, um, which means I don't. So actually one of the questions we did <laughs> one of the questions we did get though, um, what new shirt ideas do you have coming out down the line? Gashouse obviously just released, you know, season two. Um season two. popular. Yep, got a bunch of those and they're
0: fantastic um what do we got coming forward in the future you know what has been a hit and i think gas house has taken a turn stylistically so i don't think i can sit here and say hey dan i got a shirt that's gonna have crocodiles and smiley faces on it or or, you know whatever the the next actual designs may be but stylistically if you look from gas house 1.0 to gas house 2.0 yep our shirts still have fun patterns cool colors, things that you can wear either out to the 19th hole and you can grab a beer with your buddies. You can, I, I wear shirts to dinner with my girlfriend all the time. And I, and I wear them on the golf course. But what I love stylistically is our shirts, the, the patterns are a little little smaller. They're a little more Easter eggy. And what I mean by that is like our one shirt that's got, um, excuse me, the bottle of tequiles on it and polka dots. So from far away, like, oh, that's a cool polka dot shirt. There's some designs on it. But when you get close to the shirt and you realize, oh, there's a bottle of gold tequila on there, there's a bottle of silver tequila, everything's a little more, like I said, Easter egg. And you might not realize what it is from far away, but once you get up close, you kind of have that, oh, that aha moment. What's going on there?
1: Not not as brash as bold as the first line.
0: Exactly. And I feel like that's what was in more back in 2020, 2021, and then I feel as we've gotten in here the past year and a half or so a little more subtlety in the stylistic design is kind of the new avenue we've been going. Um, I'm sure a lot, I'm sure a lot of that
1: comes with, with getting older too and maturity, right? I mean, like, you know, your style changes as, as you get older, you're not wearing the same stuff you wore in middle school.
0: Exactly. But, uh, but but don't count me out. I can always throw a curveball. I might come out with something that no one, no one, no one's seen or no one's tried before. And, <laughs> and heck, I might throw an alligator with some with some sunglasses hitting a golf ball, drinking a mai tai on there. Don't don't hold me accountable because that might happen. So you know, you never. Love- it's hard to say not knowing for sure.
1: I love it. I love it. All right. So before we get to our big topic today, uh, a new game that we play on every single podcast, we play a game called "Who the hell is that?" Tour pros are obviously super vanilla. They all look the same. Uh, You take their hat off and they're just, you know, basically balding middle-aged guys with bad (laughs) hands, right? Uh, And there's a a few of them are my buddies out there. and They'll agree to the same thing. Uh, But I'm going to show you a picture, okay? Okay. You're going to try your best to guess it. When this episode drops, it'll be on the corresponding Instagram story and people will guess as well. Now, the podcast we just did, we had Eric Cole as our, you know, who the hell is that? And that one, people actually did—they did pretty good. We 89 percent, 89 percent of people got it correct that it was Eric Cole. Um, wow. So those are like—that's—I think like you got to be a real golf sycophant in order to know who Eric Cole is. You know, either that or they're just guessing correctly. i, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So this, without any multiple choice, I'm gonna hold this up to the screen. Uh, I may—I made, made the picture easy, easier <laughs> it will. So. Can you can you see? Oh, oh yeah, it? I
0: know who that. Is. So do oh. I want it, Do I tell you who it is? Yeah, if
1: you know who the hell that is, tell us.
0: Yeah, that's the guy from *Impractical Jokers*. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's uh, Brian <laughs>
0: Harmon. That you won the British Open.
1: <laughs> yeah, my man, and, and good job, Brian Harmon. And do you know where Brian Harmon from? Ooh. Smaller version of uh, a smaller version. Oh, I almost gave it away. Smaller version of Charleston, not as cool in my opinion, but still pretty awesome southern
0: city. See now, that's teeing me up to potentially get in trouble because if I say another city that that is a smaller version of Charleston, someone's going to be like, "Our city's better than Charleston." <laughs> Go down. Oh, to of course
1: they will. Of course okay, they okay, will say okay. that.
0: Smaller southern city.
1: Yeah, if you, look, if you're talking about the two big southern charm, pardon the pun for the television show, but if you're talking like the southern charm cities, I think there's two that stand out in people's minds. And what's funny is I was down in this city this summer while he was winning the Open Championship and it was everywhere. Like you couldn't go more than five miles without seeing a billboard.
0: got a couple places i'm thinking i feel like i'm torn between like a like a saint simon's island or like a wilmington like down in georgia or wilmington north carolina it's gonna be one i'm gonna go with one of those
1: i don't know if he was like uh if he grew up there or if he played college golf there i'm not positive not really positive no he's from there he's from there Yeah. Yeah, he's from. Yeah, well, he played golf there. I don't know if he's from there.
0: Nah, he's from. Oh, the guy there from there. *A Practical Jokers* is James Murray, by the way. So
1: Mur. James
0: Murray and Brian Harmon.
1: You know right. what? Maybe, uh, maybe I'll put them side by side on the Instagram story because I could see that resemblance. That was a good one. All right, so Thank so you. where where's Brian Harmon from? Another big time southern city.
0: Okay. Oh, so big time Southern city. So, so you, but you, you said kind of like Charleston. Are we still doing Charleston? Yeah. Like? Yeah. Def. No. Definitely kind of like Charleston. <clears throat> I gotta give you a final answer. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna go. Oof, where is he from? I'm gonna go with Savannah, Georgia.
1: Ah, my man. Good job. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Correct. I got it. Bing, 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 Bing. Let's go. Yeah. Very good. See, I, I, th- you were thinking too abstract in the beginning. You're thinking way too abstract, Saint Simons, and the next next thing I know, you're gonna tell me, you know,
0: Buford, and
1: you know, nah, 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 way too abstract. Yeah, you're right, Savannah, Savannah. Okay, that's
0: which is it. like, you which know, that's great.
1: I love Savannah. I, I, you know, I, I love Savannah, but it is a second-tier city compared to Charleston. Okay, I don't like. You can argue with me all you want. You're wrong. It's cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just is and what it is.
0: words, not mine to the Charleston, South Carolina, Georgia listeners. Do not come to the gas house golf headquarters with a pitchfork and ask for my, and what me on a steak. That was not look. And, and,
1: and I will tell you this, I have been to Savannah now more times than I've even been to Charleston. And I've been to Charleston a bunch of times. I think I'm up to like seven or eight times that I've been to Savannah now. And, and every time I go, I will say, I find a new quirk, a new charm. Um, but there's just there's there's still that super seedy area of Savannah. There's still that super seedy underbelly that still exists in Savannah. Whereas, yes, it's I get it. Like, believe me, I know North Charleston. Like, don't come at me. I get it. You know what I mean? I I get the train tracks, right? I've been there, done. That. I get it. But Charleston proper is, is, is a lot bigger and it makes up a lot more area than just like the peninsula of Charleston. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and Savannah, like, as soon as you get to Pooler, you know, to the, to the East of it, like, it's, it's like, all right, that's just your typical suburb anywhere. You know, it's. Yeah. Special. I've only
0: ever been downtown Savannah. Um, uh, I need. I haven't even golfed in Savannah. I need. I need to go. For, you know, Charleston's only about two hours and ten minutes away, so it's not a. Yeah. That you can go there on yeah. The weekend. Yeah. I need to make a little more time and uh, and go down there. There's like I said, there's some great spots down there, and Savannah's known for a great um, St. Patrick's Day. Who knows? Maybe I'll be down there for St. Patrick's. Day yeah. this Year. Anybody that's listening true. on the pod wants to hit up Gas House Golf, play a little golf with us for St. Patty's weekend, and has somewhere for us to go. Let us know. We'll come down. We'll bring you a polo. We'll play some golf and drink a beer.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's if uh, that's not a deal, you know. I mean, I don't know what is yeah, I played um we went and checked out Savannah State University uh, with with Leiden uh, this summer. Mm-hmm. I believe, and then played their home course, which I always get it wrong and and I'm pretty sure it's crosswinds. Um, I always want to call it tailwind, but I think it's crosswind. And it's, <laughs> it's a cool course because the airport's right there and all these different types of you know airplanes and helicopters are flying overhead and then you get you know there's a big military presence down there as well. Yeah. Um, and you get a ton of those flying overhead, which you know. I guess maybe first few times you're playing down, they're like, "Oh, that's cool," and after a while, you
0: probably don't even notice it. You know? Yeah. No, I get that.
1: All right, so let's let's move on to this gambling debacle, Rich. This is yes. uh, this this is okay. Let's do this, right? Let's uh, let me go over it. Let me kind of explain what happened, and then we'll dive and and give our takes. How's that, Sam? Love it. All right. So last week, PJ Tour announces that two corn ferry tour players, uh, Jake Stiano and Vince India. Now, Vince India, I know. Jake Stiano is new to me. Okay, were suspended for gambling and violating the integrity program, which turns out is like this sheet of paper that they have to sign once they get through Q school or they get a tour card. So here's the crazy part: this guy Stiano. Jake, all right? I think that's how he says his last name. Apologies if it's not. But Jake's Diano makes um, four bets. And in total, those bets were for $116.20. Now, they weren't four bets at $116.20. All four totaled $116. So, like, $30 bets. Uh They happened in 2021. And now he's getting suspended. And what's crazier for people that haven't read this whole story, the bets were on the Bryson Brooks match made for television match on TBS. We're, we're not talking about Corn Ferry. We're not talking about PGA Tour. Hell, we're not even talking about Liv. We're not talking about something this guy was involved in at all. He gambled on a fake made for TV match between, at the time, two PGA Tour players, which, funny enough, both now play for Liv. So what's wild is I guess this third-party investigator comes. The Tour hires them. This third-party investigator comes, and they do background checks on everybody affiliated with the PGA Tour. Now, I kind of have a feeling that that occurred because of, like, what was happening with Liv. And the PGA Tour wanted to make it look clean. So, everybody that had any type of affiliation with the PGA Tour gets this background check. Vince India, this guy, Jake Stiano, both kind of get popped for it. Um, What's what's crazy to me is the fact that, A, it happened two years ago, Um, B, it's occurring now, and... These guys didn't even play PGA Tour events, right? They had just got their cards. They had gotten part-time status on the PGA Tour. So they hadn't even played an event yet at all. So this guy, Stiano, real quickly uh, appeals the process, and they were just like, nope, uh, no way in hell. Like, you are suspended. What's funny is, and you know this, in the past the Tour has suspended people, but they keep it quiet. It's all hush hush when it's your big time people, right? When it's your Phil for gambling, when it's your DJ for substance Ooh. abuse, um, when it's your Vijay Singh for deer antler spray, like trying to boost his hormone levels, like all that stuff is kept hush <laughs> hush. And they just say, well, this guy's not playing this week. Well, that's funny. This guy hasn't played for two and a half months. And like he played 28 times last year, right? So something yeah. fishy, something fishy with that. Um, It seems to me that these, that this is an easy way out to show that the tour is still policing people, right? In order to say like, okay, we want to come, we want to combat live. You know, they're not doing anything over there, but we are on the up and up. So they take these two low level guys that don't hurt their bottom line. They suspend them for three months over something, you know, completely minuscule. And you and I were talking off air on this. Here's, Here's the big problem I have with this. Not the fact that it was two years prior, okay? Because, like, if I murder someone in 1999 and I get caught today, guess what? I still did it, right? Like, I should still go to jail. If I commit an armed robbery and I'm on on the lam for six months and you finally get me, like, I did do that still. So I need to serve that penance. And these guys have both said, like, hey, man, like, yeah, we did it. Like, I wasn't trying to hide anything. So it wasn't the fact that it was two years ago. It wasn't the fact that the... Bets are literally minuscule. Like, I'm sure you know, and I know guys that make bets on course for more than 100 bucks On course. But what gets me and gets me, like, fired up is the fact that for years in golf publications, on golf podcasts, on, on Twitter feeds, on Instagram stories, on reels, on live for these tour players, they've made it known that they have gambled during practice rounds. I mean, you can search golf practice round gambling and articles will come up of guys being like, yep, we play 50 bucks a hole. My favorite game is Nassau, you know, or I play Wolf anytime we're at a tour event for a Monday practice round. And it's like oh, people yeah. have said the greatest way to simulate competition and stress is to play for some money and have your own pocket. So we're saying that's OK. But since these guys then made legal bets at gambling houses, which now support the PGA Tour, we're suspending them. So, Rich, I ask you to help, it, help me make sense of this.
0: Guys gambled playing golf?
1: Guys gambled playing golf, and now they're suspended. Hey Dan. Yeah.
0: Water is wet.
1: Well, actually, technically, water's not wet. It, it, it's it's technically, but the sky is blue. Well, actually, 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 it's the refraction of light. But rich grass is green. <laughs> grass is green. Grass is right? green. And and gas house will help you look good and hit the ball a mile.
0: Am I right? I- absolutely. Stuff when stuff like this happens, they they decide we're gonna make. It's like a judge that wants to throw the book at someone to make an example of them Yes. for bets. Yes. I, I want to say this. If the betting was, Hey, Dan, I'm playing against you. I'm going to throw the match because I got, we got somebody an investor on the back yes. end saying, Hey, Rich, throw the match, lose the million on the match. I'm going to pay you a million and a half. Yes. That's what that's messed up. That's screwed. yes. But if you're betting on yourself, well, you're betting on something that's not related to you, and that has nothing to do with it. And I understand people say, well, it's a slippery slope. Oh, well, how are they going to regulate it if they're betting on themselves or they're betting against themselves? I, I get that. You know, the, we live in an extremely imperfect world that people try to, on a daily basis, apply perfect rules to that you can't. If you're betting on yourself to lose something, yeah, give them the penalty. Don't throw matches. Don't do anything like that. But if Tiger Woods walks up, and I'm sure he has, to Phil Mickelson and says, Phil, back in the 2000s when they were in their heyday, 2000 in yeah. the, the teens, they probably had more matches where Tiger said, Phil, I'll bet you 25 cash. I whip you today. That probably happened between half the guys on that court. I don't understand why they'd say two Corn Fairy guys are trying to make their money. And me, you and I, you and I personally know a bunch of guys in the Corn Fairy tour. And then the guys that haven't won yet, hey, they're still they're they're working hard. I'm not them saying the guys that won aren't working hard, but you know these guys aren't multimillionaires like oh, you right. know I don't have to play for a couple of years. I'm living off, but of, you know a lot of these guys are, you know they're 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 working paycheck to pay. They got to win these events but put it on the table. And yeah. I don't personally know Jake Stiano, um, or uh, or Vince India's personal situation well, how much time they want. But these guys are they're not bad themselves. They're not betting against themselves. They're bet on a match that's like the the Brooks Kepko the the Capital One match that they do with Tom Brady and all them. That, that's like the Jake Paul fight. They're all fixed. We are not fixed, but we all know the outcome. They're they're made for TV. Yeah, look, no one's Why grinding. Would, did did Jake Stown or Vince India like take take Jay Monahan's daughter on a date and like like a stiffer bill or something? This. Um, I mean, we're living in 2023. Half the states you can bet in, the ones you can't bet in, everybody's got a bookie on their cell phone. What what are we what are we scrambling over here?
1: Yeah, I don't um, you know, I don't under I don't understand this. So that guy makes let's say he made an account, the name of the account's Jake Stellano. It's linked to his bank account, which is now linked to you know the PGA Tour, so they can deposit money. So they got him right. What's to say? What's to say this guy doesn't use his buddy from high school, his girlfriend, his uh, his next door neighbor to make an account? Yeah. Right. Like, I, how much of that is going on with guys being like, you know what? Look, I can't make my own account on golf, but. I got a good feeling because I saw this dude striping on the range. I'm going to put 500 down this guy top tens this week, right? I can't do it personally, but hey, bud, here's 500 bucks, right? If I win, I give you 50 bucks for doing this, for doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it, again, like you said, that's, it's a, such a slippery slope. And like, here's the other thing too. If I'm a golfer and I want to bet on myself to win, which is a statistic, you know, almost improbability. You know, like the the rate of winning, take Tiger's 24% win rate out of the equation when he was, you know, destroying everything. And and like a great PGA Tour pro wins five times or so, six times in his career. Like that's five times out of, I mean, how many tournaments? Four, 500 tournaments? Like those stats are awful. Mm -hmm. So if I want to bet on myself to win, well, isn't, isn't playing golf in and of itself kind of betting on yourself? Like, isn't that inherent? Aren't you taking a bet on yourself to play well week in and week out? Because it's not basketball or the, or, or the NFL or Major League Baseball with guaranteed contracts, aside from live, I'm talking PGA Tour golf now, right? Uh, every week, you earn
0: what you make. Like, you earn what you earn. I have a question for the PGA Tour. (laughs) Me, Rich Merlino, right here, 10 handicap. I somehow, by the grace of the big man upstairs, get blessed with a better golf swing. I've been betting on every time I go play golf, I bet. If I somehow get good enough to make the PGA Tour, I'm laughing saying that because obviously I'm not a good actor. <laughs> but if that ever happened, are they going to come back to me and go to Shadow Malls, my own course, and say, "Hey, we heard that rich guy's been betting ten bucks around." Are they? I, you know, this is like you said, it was two years ago an event that wasn't them. H- how far do they want to take it? What did Jake Simon and Vince India do to get on Jay Monahan's bad side? Is really the question. Why are these two, these two guys in the corner Fair Tour trying to make a name for themselves and hopefully get the PGA Tour? What, what, why did they? Get beaten the way they did by the PGA Tour for something that is, what do you say, 130 bucks $120? $116. $116. Yeah,
1: I, I want to know.
0: pitching wedge.
1: I, I want to know why this net was cast. Like, that's my first biggest question. Is this because of Phil's comments of how much money he's lost? Like, the fact that he's in gambling addiction rehab now is that why right because in 2021 you know i mean phil was going through it i mean let's yeah. be honest the reason why phil left and went to live after having one of the most successful pj tour careers of all time is because he was in gambling debt right is that why did does the pj tour not did the pj tour not want to have to deal with things coming out so they preemptively cast this net I don't know. That's the question I have for Monahan. Like, dude, why are we worrying about this when there's so many other things that we could be worried about in the game of golf? Which, again, are all first world problems.
0: Yeah, it was like they passed up on Tony Montana and they went for <laughs> two street-level dealers. Yes. I, you know, I yeah. think for, for, for the PGA Tour, ever since the whole... Them, I mean, obviously this as to go through Congress and get accepted and all that jazz. But we'll 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 sweat that out of the rug. Ever ever since the whole they are gonna not merge with Liv, but they're going to take money from Piff and they're going to do all that. Yep. Yep. I mean, they lost a lot of respect from people, you know, people exactly. that were for them, people that were against them. We could have five podcast episodes just on that. So I'll save us all that time. But to me, it almost feels like they're grasping at straws, saying, okay, what can we do to show that we are in charge or we are the big man on campus or, you know, we don't put up with any BS. And then they, they make a move like this. That's laughable. I, I feel bad for these two guys. Jake Stein, if it's India, reach out. I'll give you a gas house golf polo and a hat for your for for your troubles with them. That's that's foolish on the PGA Tour. I'm on your side. Uh, come to Charleston, we'll have some beers and hopefully forget about it. That that's, Jay Monahan, he's lost respect of tour players, fans, and everyone in between. Can he ever get it back? I personally say no. I'm surprised he's still even the, the commissioner of the PGA Tour when they had the whole the merger and air quotes for people that are only. See, I don't know if we're going to do video, but just on audio here, I'm in air quotes. You know after that merger i was surprised they even kept him yeah i'm i'm genuinely surprised that he his lifespan on the tour has lasted now this many months this was what uh back in march april something like that, that yeah it's about year. six
1: going on about six months or so now
0: six seven months ago i'm surprised he's made it this long alive. uh in regards to being the PJ tour commissioner so I don't know what they're doing up there. They they got to get their heads right because they're. I feel like they're grasping at straws. They're they're. I don't know. I don't love it. I don't. I don't love what the PGA Tour is doing right now. And I've never been someone who's been outspoken for against. Yeah. I've I've kind of been a middle ground guy. I just don't love it.
1: There doesn't seem to be any concrete game plan. I think a lot of that. Is owed towards Monahan and his ineptitude. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie and pretend I know what his contract is, how many years he has left. Maybe he has just sure. enough time left where he's hoping a merger comes through and then he can be supported by Piff Money, then he can be, you know, supported by MBS and 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 he props him up and, and says, Hey, no, we're going with this guy because I've got all the money here, you know, I've got all the starting money and, and we're the ones running the place. Um, You know how money talks, you know, so I I don't know how I don't know how Monaghan got in like MBS's back pocket so quickly when they were complete and utter rivals and and seemed like they had vitriol and hate towards each other. And then all of a sudden, like legit overnight, it was like, nah, it might be a good idea to merge with them. And you're like, whoa, 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 hold on a second. Like. You just fought them tooth and nail for a year plus, and
0: now it's cool. I said this when this first came out, and I, I think it was on when I was doing this little weekly little mini gas house podcast. Yeah, imagine you're Rory, JT. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of like the, the main faces of the tour sure. that are that talk more Jordan um, Spieth, John titles, Rom, Jordan, Scheffler. Yeah, yep, yeah, you know, yeah, Scheffler, all those guys. Imagine being Rory, and you tell me you're Jay Monahan. You go, yep. Rory, I need you to, 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 to be the face of the league, talk down, live, show me your allegiance, talk the allegiance, put it on this pedestal. But while you're doing that, I'm going to go on the back end and make sure that yeah. we get paid. I'm going to essentially put your head on the under the guillotine, and I'm going to have you say all these things go on. You know, uh, anytime that there's a press conference, whatever it is, you're going to go and say all these things, bash, live, talk about how great the PGA Tour is. But meanwhile, I'm doing that. I'm going to go and back door with you like that. If I was Rory McIlroy, I would have texted Jameon Monahan the second that came out. And I would have said the next time I see you, it's on site. I can't believe you just did that. You made me go on all those press conferences and have your back and you go behind and do me like that so you can get paid. I mean, yeah, I'm Roy McIlroy. I'm worth a trillion dollars. I get it. But the disrespect on that level, especially for someone like me, I mean, I'm half Sicilian, half Puerto Rican. Respect and culture is like what we are about. I would have been like the next time I see you, the seven irons going where it ain't supposed to go, Jay. You better yeah. not catch me in one of these
1: parking
0: lots. Yeah. I'm surprised those guys didn't get more mad at him. And I'm sure there's stuff in their contract, too, but I, I'm still, I didn't forget that. I'm not even on tour and I didn't forget that.
1: I, I would I would truly hope that guys in the PGA Tour are keeping receipts because yes. I'm really excited. Like, did you watch Full Swing, the Netflix series? Yes,
0: I did. I okay. Did.
1: So I thought it started off pretty good thought it kind of fell flat at times they tried to push certain people here or there which which you know i I don't know i didn't like i didn't like the vibe of having just like two people per episode like i would have liked to Mm -hmm. it be more of like a week in the life of a pga tour person but you you had those the ripples of live in the beginning so this Mm -hmm. next series that comes out Like, I really want to see if guys are truly going to let their guard down when the cameras are around, because there's the public persona, right? There's, like, here's a perfect example. Like, there's Rich from Gas House, right? I make cool shirts. I got hats. I got this. Like, blah, blah. But then there's Rich Merlino. Like, there's two separate people, right? There's there's Rory McIlroy, the PGA Tour pro. And then there's Rory McIlroy, who's a real dude who feels disrespect, right? Who feels love, who can feel hate and whatever. Like, I want to know what Rory McIlroy, the person, feels. Like, what these tour pros as people feel. Not putting on the company line of live evil, PGA Tour good. You bad, me good. And, and and be, again, so vanilla. Like, I would love in that next series if we get some true insight to, like, no, like, this dude straight up disrespected me as a man. Forget this mm-hmm. PGA Tour stuff. If this happened in your everyday life, you would not let it slide. Like, I can't let it slide just because I make whatever, a quadrillion dollars a year.
0: I agree with you 150%. I was... I was as shocked when they decided they were going to do their merge and, and work with them. I would have been less shocked if you had told me that Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton were running on the same ticket. <laughs> I would have been less shocked. When that yeah. happened, one of my buddies texted me and said, did you see the news about golf? And I, I thought he was saying, I don't know, somebody was playing this weekend, a tiger or something. Right, right, right. And when I saw that, I looked and I I, I actually thought it was like the Onion.com. The, the fake one, the yeah. website that makes the funny yeah. stuff, satirical stuff.
1: I mean, that I, I, I'll tell you what, that is probably the most brilliant explanation of this ever. Like, the most hated Democratic and Republican rivals, and then all of a sudden, without any warning, without nothing at all, the next day, hey, guess what? We're going to run together. Okay. <laughs> what? what? Like, what world am I living in right now?
0: Like, what happened to the sport that I loved watching? I have I have no idea. I, I feel like we've become numb. N- nothing shocks me anymore. I, what, yeah. what, what are they going to do next? I mean, I mean, at this point, I'm almost like throw it at me. What, what do you got? Like, I, I've seen all your pitches. You show me a four seam. I got the circle change up. I got the slider. I mean, come on. Keep keep throwing them. I, I want more at this point. It's the golf for a game that for so long was the two-finger clap and Core cool, yep. Collective. And had really essentially no drama at all. I mean, it has now become like Beverly Hills Wives 90210 drama show The Bachelor. It's like, what the heck is going on?
1: It's literally tabloid fodder. Like, this is stuff you would see like, wow, Bigfoot impregnates, you know, uh, Olivia (laughs) Rodrigo. And you're like, really? Like, oh, that might be a cute looking baby. I'm not sure. And then the next headline, it's like you know, Jay Monahan to split up into four tours. Like, yeah, okay. That's probably going to happen too. Oh my God. I kind of miss those old days a little bit where like, like, I'm not going to lie. I kind of, I miss golf not being on the front page of the sports. I miss people not coming up to me at work, like, or in public, be like, Hey man, you like golf a lot. Yo, explain this all to me. I'm like, uh, yeah, I really don't want to.
0: i think the biggest thing that happened before this was uh the the whole tiger situation when his wife took out the back window with the with man the, those were the, the good old days and you know the whole scandal came out with yeah the i mean I, I i mean between then and the and the um the live merger piff merger whatever you want to call it you know there really wasn't much between those two and that and that that was i think i think bigger news than the the tiger scandal i mean I don't know maybe i'm wrong i don't know don't quote me on that but i just did this this superseded to umpteenth degree i
1: kind of i kind of pine for the old days when women were chasing tiger down the block and you know smashing up his escalade and he was crashing it and on opiates and sleep pills like i i miss those days man bring me those days
0: back ah uh, we thought those were crazy yeah wake up
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's nuts it's nuts um so what, what else you got going on before we get out of here That was that was good that was a nice cathartic i feel better about the state of golf now because i commiserate with somebody about how insane it has been the last six months because honestly like we're trying to talk too much pga tour golf on this podcast because in reality like who cares about those yeah. like I'm, I'm more interested in your game or my game out there i don't care about these idiots Oh, my God. No, no, th- this
0: was good because, you know, my roommate plays golf, but he's not, like, into the news like I am. And, you know, my girlfriend, she rides in the car with me. She doesn't care yeah. who or does what in the PJ Tour. So, this was actually good. I've, I've kind of been building on this for a while. I've been saying, <laughs> all right, I feel like I went, this was, like, this was therapeutic in nature. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I might just have to call you to just, just get it out of the system. But in regards to me, things have been going on, you know, Charleston has been – we had a great year of golf. I played Piners this year. Unfortunately, without you, I went for the bachelor party. That was a, a really good time. Uh, yeah, well I'm leaving. Down- don't
1: don't don't feel too bad for me. I'm leaving for uh in two weeks I'm leaving for ten days down there. So don't feel too bad.
0: Is this the part of the podcast where you surprise me and tell me I'm invited to come to Thanksgiving with your family <laughs> and play golf with you guys? Because I'm only about a three hour drive away and I have no plans Thanksgiving weekend after dinner's done. Just, <laughs> saying. just. Saying. Hey, I'll give you the
1: address. I'm, I'm. Hey, I'm gonna be down there. I'm gonna be down there. Um, I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna show up here and you're gonna be like, oh, geez, he did it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh,
1: do, do you do you want some you want some minus touch, news? You like that stuff? <laughs>
0: I you haven't told me this so this is live reaction. Let's let's give everyone the deal. Everyone knows you're King Midas with the touch over here. I let me hear. Grace me with with the news you have for me.
1: It's it's act, it's interesting because it actually doesn't have to do with playing golf this time. Although we will be okay. playing golf, okay? Um but we'll save that stuff, you know, for some Instagram reels and stuff like that. Um so long story short, most people know or if they don't the USGA house is in Far Hills, New Jersey. They're building a southern USGA house, and the headquarters is going to be at of Pinehurst. Um, when you take the circle to go into the resort, all that land that was to the right-hand side, where like the old tennis courts were in the beginning of the parking lot, is now the USGA house. They're moving the World Golf Hall of Fame from Florida up to Pinehurst, and that's all going to be basically the southern USGA house. Okay, Um, so I've got an insider with the USGA, good friend, and um, they don't even move in to their offices till December 4th. But before that, we're going to have free run of the place uh, to check out everything before the USGA even moves in. And most of these people haven't even seen their new offices or anything yet. The big unveiling to them is December 4th. And then it opens to the public like sometime next year before the US open. But before all of them, this little humble podcaster will be taking everybody that follows behind the scenes and showing them what the new World Golf Hall of Fame is going to look like, what the new SGA house is going to look like, and all the kind of accoutrements, if you will. That is quite the hookup. I am, I mean, I text you on
0: the side, and you know, you and I, I. chit-chat you know pretty awesome i will be very on my own active that you see what is in there golf of fame, golf of fame from florida piners so kudos to you sir that's gonna be a great time for the family i'm excited to hear hear about that and so yeah, also, it should I'm be sure, uh, a million great ones Get yes a- at the inside that is that's awesome. uh so, i why we're here i
1: Oh, you're cutting out a bit. couldn't hear that.
0: I you, Oh, I'm here. Can you hear me now? Yeah, now I got you. All right. The, I'll, I'll tell anybody this. The only thing worse than than a golf swing is the Wi-Fi here in Charleston. You would think in this city that they would have Wi-Fi better. The Xfinity Wi-Fi, if you're listening to me, you tell me I get 400 megabytes a second or a bit, whatever that is. You need to work on that. It's horrible down here. Worst part about Charleston. Uh, but I do have a piece of Gas House Golf News that I, I will share. And it'll be like a, you know, people want to reach out. That's cool. So oh, like everyone that. knows that we had somebody as our social media manager. Uh, this this gentleman did a great job for us. But he just had a baby. And he works a full-time job. So he is uh, not running our social media anymore. Uh, everything amicable with him. Great guy. Loved the work he did. But he's busy. He's got, he's got a little human he's got to worry about running around. Yeah. Now. So if anyone is interested that's listening – and you think you've got some some social media skills, want to help Gas House golf out, applications. This is kind of like an open reach out, let us know, post stories for us. You know, I've got a I've got a treasure trove of videos and photos that will send you a USB drive and you can run crazy and go wild with. But at the moment we are social media lists, social media manager list. So in the meantime, it will be yours truly, Richie Rich running it. But uh, social media. Media is not my forte. As a business owner, you got to know what you're good at, know what you're bad at. Social media is where somewhere I get like a C minus, maybe a D plus. So if you think you uh an intern, someone you know, college kid, it doesn't matter. Any age, person, reach out. Let us know. Show us what you might be able to do. And who knows? You might be the social media manager. Gas okay, House Golf. You can work with me and chow with Dan all the time.
1: I love that. That's uh, That's phenomenal. We'll put that in the liner notes. We'll put that in the Instagram story that accompanies this episode as well. Uh, that's, I mean, that's that's pretty good news. I know we've got some people out there that listen that are very, very good when it con- when it comes to not only
0: oh, hold, on, I hit-
1: hold on, can you hear me? Am I coming through still or no? Yeah,
0: good. I, I see your beautiful face and that beautiful gasolene golf hat.
1: Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many people that are so good at, at graphic design and uh storytelling and all forms of social media. That's uh that's real interesting, Rich. I I definitely hope that this podcast helps and we get someone out there. Um, you know, because the more that we can see of you on the Instagram stories and the reels, uh, the better it is for the whole entire world.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I try to I try to make things the best I can. I, I play the cards that are dealt. That's all I gotta say.
1: <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, look, this has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, Give the people the information where they can find you online, where they can shop for a gas house and all that stuff.
0: Absolutely. Everyone, gashousegolf.com. That's where you can get polos for you, your wife, your girlfriend, brother, sister, cousin. Uh, We have our men's and women's lineup. We've got new hats out this year. Give us a follow on Instagram at Gas House Golf. We're always doing giveaways and fun stuff. We gave away a Scotty Cameron putter to a Marine veteran earlier this year. We love doing giveaways and stuff like that. So interact with us too. I'm the person when you order a shirt, it touches my hands. I send it out to you with tender, loving care. I'll respond to your Instagram messages the best I can. I do work eight to five, but I do Gas House as well. So I like to stay busy. Reach out. I love to hear from you. And uh, always send us photos and videos you wear in Gas House. I'll tag you in the Instagram and give you a shout out.
1: Fantastic, all right, brother. As always,
0: absolute pleasure, absolute pleasure. Thank you, Dan. I'm sure I'll catch you very soon, my brother.
1: For sure. All right, people. So to get busy golfing or get busy dying. Swanee is here with a fresh take. Performance-based materials are a given these days, but if you're looking for the stretchiest and most lightweight pieces that deliver a look that says "I'm here for a good time," take a walk on the Swanee side. With fabric sourced from recycled plastics and design sourced from our very own weekend warriors, Swannies is looking out for both our planet and those that need a little style to boost their drive another 15 yards. Premium looks from top to bottom at swannies.com. Podcast patrons, Leave the Pin podcast is super stoked to have Gas House Golf as their official clothing sponsor for the podcast. Go to gashousegolf.com, find them on all forms of social media at Gas House Golf. Gas House makes affordable, eye-catching, one-of-a-kind polos that help you stand out from the crowd. Why spend $75, 100 or even more on polos that make you look like everybody else when you can get one at an affordable price from Gas House Golf? Hit the ball a mile and look damn good doing it.